BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Find Her Seat podcast. We are the podcast that helps other women find their rightful seat at the table through health, wellness, beauty, and business. I am your co-host, Jennifer Etter. And I am your co-host, Susan Mobley. And we are excited to get to join you live today from the tasting room in Uptown Park. We were so excited that they were kind enough to lend out a room for us and got us some bubbly in the afternoon because as they say it's five o'clock somewhere right it is five o'clock somewhere <laughs> surely it is but i really love also too how they really set up uh, a nice little welcome table with our picture on it and I candles know. it's so romantic <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice dinner date for us or lunch date for lunch us date. And so um so we've been super excited about coming here because this is a well-known place in houston texas that people love to come and enjoy great wine and great food yes. and bubbly whatever it be and, and so we're super excited because they're actually going to do a special for our viewers and our listeners and that is if you come into uptown park just mention that you saw us on find her seat or heard us on find her seat and guess what you're going to get 15 percent off a bottle of wine that's awesome at any time and then on top of it right now they're doing tuesdays they have half price bottle of wine which is today ah. so come on in and then Friday is the rosé all day and they're doing 20% off the rosé and then also something that's happening that's so fun in Houston and that is Houston Restaurant Week oh yes so they fun. are going to be participating in that and have a special menu set up just for that. So, so definitely come check them out. So that's like where there's like a list of different uh, restaurants mm-hmm. for people to kind of check off and go to and all of that. And that they have like a special menu. Yes. And sometimes it's, you know, priced a little better. Mm-hmm. It might be some place that you think is just out of reach to go and try out. And this is a great time because often they put like their best of the best mm-hmm. meals on these menus because they're wanting to let people that maybe don't come in try fun, fun things out. And they have deals on it. And sometimes they'll have pairings with the wine, that type of thing. So definitely come and check them out. And one of the things that Houston, Texas is actually known for is amazing food. Absolutely. Yeah, we definitely learned this traveling a bit. And we're actually really surprised to learn that um, when people heard we were from Houston, that they said, don't even go to the steakhouse. You'll be disappointed because Mm -hmm. nothing beats Houston, Texas food. So sorry if you're from somewhere else and you're really proud of your steaks. But um, (laughs) Houston is definitely known for amazing food. So um, one thing that I definitely want to 
we want to go over today, as, as we've definitely have put out there, and we know that it's probably a really good time to do this, is we want to talk about limiting belief mm-hmm. structures, thoughts, everything, patterns, and what you can do about them, A, how to identify them, what are they, and then how what do you, what do, you do with them after you've identified them? Right. Absolutely. And we were, you know, Jennifer and I, more Jennifer, and then we popped on. I mean, I popped in with it, and that was to do a cleanse. So we'd already (laughs) had this idea of the mental blocks and, you know, roadblocks to your success. And then she was like, I'm going to do a a detox and a cleanse. And so I was, you know, like, hey, I'll do it too, because I've never done one. (laughs) She's like the guru expert. So if I'm ever going to do one, it was going to be with her. But it was in complete alignment that we were not only going to be taking care of our minds through our limiting beliefs, but now our body as well. So it's been a fun one and a half days. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. So we're um, on day two of the cleanse. Um, If we're going to be extremely honest and open, Susan thinks that she may have fallen off the cleanse bandwagon. I know. I texted her uh, last night. Last night, which I told her that I don't know that you actually have because you can have some meats Mm -hmm. on it as long as you stay away from the dairy, the sugar, the grains, the alcohol. And, of course, we would come here um, to a place that's known for their amazing wine. The wine. It's a no alcohol this week. But I told her, I said, I'm probably going to cheat a little bit and have a little sip. Yes. So we have some people jumping on. I just want to go ahead and say hi. We have Katie. Mm -hmm. Katie says, yes, cleanse detox are awesome for your whole self. Yes. And that's what we like to focus on is the entire self, the entire body. And And then uh, Rainia on there. We look beautiful. Thank thank you. you. I was telling Jennifer this morning, I was like, it is so humid. And then she's like, like, yeah, it's Houston in the summer, which is so true. But we had a few days that we definitely were spoiled where it was beautiful weather, no humidity. And then it rained yesterday. And then today I'm just like, oh, it's so warm. (laughs) But definitely we want to talk about, oh, and there's Laura. Actually, we should mention that we are being beautified by some of our favorite um, guests that we have had on here. And so I am wearing my stacked necklaces from Laura J. Finery. And one of the things I love about her stuff, and that is I can put it with other stuff. I love you know, it. like I've got just some fun earrings I had. I actually love this and then, necklace. It's almost like a compass. Yes. And look at this one she made. I, it's for oh, the Libra. For the Libra. I know. I was like, I need to get Jennifer that. I'm a Libra that. too. I know that one. I'm also a Libra. Just but saying. yes, it's so fun to be able to like put my own earrings with her necklaces. And then she's got great earrings as well. And I noticed your beauty's yes, on there. I'm wearing... These are probably my new favorite go with everything, my two chic accessories. Mm-hmm. And so these are local uh, women that are local, but they are outsourcing yes. uh, and helping other women in other countries earn an income. So and they're actually open. Them. They're um, open today from one to three. So if you message two chic accessories, you can go over to their showroom, which is at one of their homes and go in there and get some fun stuff. Yes. And I see Katie says she is a Libra too. Oh, yay. You know what? Libras, Libras, Libras are fun. That's we're all I have to say about us. We're, yeah. we're fun and we'd like to be fancy. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So let's go ahead and get uh-huh. into this, yes. right? So all of us know about the limiting beliefs and, and what they can do and how they can affect you. And we all know that we've all got them, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing that we wanted to kind of talk about is that not only to identify and how to identify them and what some of them are. Some, you know, We have some really common ones we're going to go over because there are some even specific common ones for women. But then not only how to identify them, when did you actually 
start having this belief? What was going on in your world that created that pattern? And then I really want to talk about how how we're going to reverse those, how we're going to work through those so that you can start living the best life, a greater and and have a greater sense of self and move forward. And so, you know, the only thing that's holding us back are our beliefs, our beliefs about ourselves our perspective about the planet, our perspective about our society. And, um, you know, for women, we, we have an extra layer of, of things that we are probably still clinging on to and holding, mm-hmm. holding back. And so one of those is a fear of success. Absolutely. And some people think, wait a minute, fear of success? Don't we want success? Right. And we do, but it's so true. Often the thing that is making it so you don't succeed is because your fear of the success. Right. And there's many off branches that kind of go into mm-hmm. that. So success, whatever that looks like for you. Um, oh, my mom said, please <laughs> do not lipstick colors. I know. I'm always you. a neutral girl. So I was kind of, you know, I know. stepping outside the box. It was today. nice to see Susan with some big red <laughs> lips. Um, but so with women, there's actually, um, there's a lot of layers to mm-hmm. that fear of success because, you know, there's about the money, you know, right. maybe not trusting yourself with having a lot of mm-hmm. money. Um, also, too, if you're a married woman, you know, uh, what would my husband, how would he respond if I'm the breadwinner? Right. Because we do know that that can actually cause some clashes mm-hmm. sometimes. Absolutely. And if you're a single woman, if I'm too successful, maybe I'm, gonna I'm not going to. Yeah. How am I going to find a partner when um, at many times there are a lot of men out there? And, and I love this about men. I'm not putting this down, but there's that knight in shining mm-hmm. armor. So if he doesn't have to rescue me, he doesn't have to save me, then who's going to want me? Exactly. Right. Um, that's also goes into being powerful powerful, too powerful. Who's going to need to love me? Who's going to need to take care of me? You know, because there's that perception. Right. And I think like you said, with the fear of success, often it's the fear of the money. Right. And people again are like, but success, that's what I want. Money. Isn't that going to make everything better? But often people are so fearful of what comes along with the money that they end up self-sabotaging. Oh, yeah. And then their success isn't happening. Their income's not growing. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're kind of wanting to talk about today. And that is, like you said, at what point is it that we go from this childlike idea of the world to really having it where it's no longer in our favor and it's working against us? The one thing that we really do you know, want and success and financial freedom and really our own mindset is causing that to go away. Right. And so basically what would cause the security is what you're actually moving away from. So let's talk about that. Let's talk just just that one real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it could be that you were taught at a young age, maybe the conversation, even though it wasn't meant to be this way, the conversation was that, you know, greed is bad, money is bad, mm-hmm. money is the root of all evil. How many times have you heard oh, that? Yes. Money is the root of all evil, really? Mm-hmm. It can be. Anything mm-hmm. can be turned into a negative right. so fashion. Can <laughs> right, anything. And so if you heard those things, it's kind of start thinking about, okay, where did I hear that money was bad? Mm-hmm. Where did I hear that being the weaker species mm-hmm. of the species is better? Right. You know, where did I hear that? And so if you kind of start thinking back into your childhood, um, maybe start thinking about the conversations that were going on around the table. And so at that point, then if you realize, okay, that is one of mine. I did hear those things. Mm-hmm. I probably do have that going on in my head. Right. Then what you have to do is you have to kind of take yourself back and figure out what is the truth. So behind everything, there's there's an underlying truth. And as we get older, we may say, oh, yeah, of course we need money. Why would I ever think money was bad right. or, or an evil thing? We all need it. And, and it takes money to give money. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do good, you can't 
be completely impoverished and 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 not donate a bunch big, of money. Right, it's and, that abundance. You, right. Know, you want to be able to have abundance. And it doesn't mean just because you have the money means you have to hoard all the money. Right. You know, it gives you opportunities to bless other people and to mm-hmm. spread that income and money to others and not just be stuck where you want to help someone out and you financially can't. can't. And I think it's important that when you are looking at at what point were these things told to you and who was it that told it to you? Right. You know, you don't know what their relationship was with success, with right. money, with what the, you know, actual roles of people are in the family. Right. And, you know, so you have to understand where they're coming from. And instead of just taking it for, you As know, your own. yes, exactly. Don't just take it on just because someone told you. Right. I mean, if someone told you something negative about yourself, you might fight against it. And this is the same thing. Right. You know, you've got to question it and Think for yourself. See, what does it really mean for you, not just for someone else? Because everything that you put out there, if you were to constantly say money is evil, success is bad, or even as a woman, um, if I become very successful, my husband, you know, would have a problem with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Then guess what? You're going to attract that. Right. Because that's how the mind works. Everything that you put out there is what you're attracting. So that's your belief. That's what you're telling the world, the universe, God and everybody else. Hey, this is what I believe to be true. This is what I expect. And then that's what I'm going to receive back. So if you literally just decide what's the opposite, right? What's the opposite perception that you can have creating an opposite reality and start putting that out Mm -hmm. there? I can do really amazing, beautiful things with a nice income with success. I can, I can reach out and I can touch and help more people Absolutely. with a better success. I can, I can branch out. I can, I can help my children learn how to help others and how to use that in a different way. And I can be a better support, a, a equal partner mm-hmm. in my relationship with my husband. It doesn't have to be one person is better than the other and that, um, he will need to take care of me and be the knight in shining armor in, in other, other ways. ways. That um, I'm going to need him, you know, in those days, especially if you're raising children. Yes, I think that's so important that, you know, like I was saying with who told you these things, like Mm -hmm. where did that first thought come into place? Mm -hmm. And so now you have the gift to be able to teach your children and your spouse and your friends and your family a new way of looking at things. So just because maybe it was taught to you or told to you or talked about around you doesn't mean that you have to continue doing that. Right. You can manifest a new reality for both yourself and for future generations mm-hmm. and your partner as well. Yes. You know, like Jennifer said, there's no reason that your spouse can't take care of you in a million other ways. Right. And it doesn't just have to be the financial side of it. But yes. there are other areas that they can do. And that and that's not to downplay anyone that is stay at home mom and isn't making a paycheck, even though they well, should even, be. <laughs> they've actually, I've seen it many times, it's kind of circling uh, the internet where they, they they created a list of all the things that mm-hmm. a stay-at-home mom would do and how much it would cost to pay someone else to do it. And that actually, it was like 130000 a year. I know. So, oh no, no, that, <laughs> that is, that is definitely a full-time job and, and we don't ever look down on that whatsoever. You are doing an amazing job. But there, there are, you know, definitely mm-hmm. those things. I wanted to go over a couple of others that are also extremely common. And if one resonates with you, let's, I would invite you to kind of take a step back, kind of evaluate it, really start looking at that. But some of the ones that come up are, I'm not smart enough. 
Um, I'm too tall. I wrote that one down for you, Susan, (laughs) um, because I remember a story that Susan told me from back in middle school because Uh I love to get out on the dance floor and dance. Anybody that knows me, I'm probably usually the first one on the dance floor and the last one to leave. (laughs) (laughs) And I just love dancing. I always have. Um, But Susan explained, she shared a story with me about how she was so tall Uh and that she felt like she stood out. Yes. So I'm 5'10". And so that's, I love it now. I embrace my height now, but I was not always that way. So when I was in junior high, as often happens, the boys haven't quite caught up with the girls. And (laughs) I did get my growth spurt early. So sixth, seventh grade, I was, you know, taller than my teachers. And so at school dances, you know, everyone's around here. And then I felt like my head was like a beacon. And I think so often we, you know, we think that everyone's staring at us way more than they really do care. Right. But as a child, as teen, you know, preteen age, everything's about you. So I was just horrified to ever go on a dance floor. Right. So I felt like everyone was watching me and it wasn't super comfortable for me to dance to start with. And then on top of it, to feel like you're the beacon in the middle of the room was never good. And that has stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And so Jennifer would love to dance and I would usually tend to sit on the side and watch her dance. <laughs> and when she's leaving, which is usually the last person, it's because I'm saying, okay, let's go. <laughs> but it has definitely stuck with yes. me and I've tried to fight against it some, but that is definitely, even though now, obviously men around us are taller than me right. and there's women that are as tall as me. Um, but I still have that little girl feeling inside of me, like, look at me, look at me and not a fun way. Right. So it definitely, even something as small as that yes, can, can stick you with back. you and definitely, you know, make it where you're not wanting to go on the dance floor. Right. And we were actually discussing on the way here about, you know, tall women, short men, you know, mm-hmm. all those things. And that, I mean, I too, I was, I was this height in middle mm-hmm. school. I stopped growing in middle school. So I was around five, seven mm-hmm. in middle school. I had kind of the same thing, but I can remember thinking there weren't enough guys that were taller than me <laughs> and that there, you know, I'm my, my dating pool was pretty small right. unless somebody was tall. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that I'm too tall, I'm too tall to find a good man can come out. So, I mean, all these things that we we have in our head, Mm -hmm. then there's too short, um, not educated enough. Uh, That one, I I, know that's for you. For me, for me, for sure, because I didn't have the traditional path to education. And so I, that stood in my way a lot Mm -hmm. um, of I'm not educated enough. I wouldn't go for things because I didn't think I had the right degrees Mm -hmm. for it. Um, and I continue to learn and I still continue right. to learn. Like I've, I'm never going to leave school. Um, and so I know when I'm an edu- I'm, I'm, educated, I'm, in- I'm intelligent and I've educated myself, mm-hmm. but I for sure let that really drive me down um, for most of my uh, early adulthood and, mm-hmm. and to my late teens as well. So I know I'm not the only person. Um, fear of failure. Yes. Well, that's right actually, success. you know what, but that's, that's also the opposite side of the coin of perfectionism, mm-hmm. which is another limiting right. belief um, about perfectionism. And I kind of did something on perfectionism um, on a, on my regular page mm-hmm. about um, I had an epiphany or in my, one of my meditations, I had kind of a little download about we are perfect, mm-hmm. right? We're perfectly made. We are perfectly, you know, every, every, you know, as the cells are dividing and everything comes together, it has to come in 
perfectly or the whole human body is a major disaster. And just the fact that we're walking and breathing and and we're here means that we are perfect by design. And so to actually start saying, I am perfect, instead of saying, I'm not perfect, I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. Well, you're putting that out there. You're going to kind of manifest that you're going to manifest well. lots of failure and I think that what you were saying on fear of failure and I was thinking about this the other day when I was watching something on tv and it was this kid who was with their parents getting ready to go to an amusement park and they were so pumped and so excited as so often kids are and they're going to ride the biggest baddest fastest ride and then they get there and they are deer in the headlights mm-hmm. crying you know and don't want to go on the ride because they're scared Right. It can be scary. But they're scared of something that's not, they've never experienced it. Right. So they're automatically putting these fears in their mind and scaring themselves from something they've never experienced. But then when you get your child to the, you know, to the ride and you get them on there and they're crying and the moment that ride takes off, those tears turn to laughter and fun screams. Yes. And what do the kids do? The second they get off, let's ride it again. I want to go on it again. I I want to ride every single ride. And I thought that is how we are with Mm -hmm. failure. And with, you know, we psych ourselves up so much about everything that's going to go wrong. It's about that leap, taking that leap. And that, you know, if I do X, Y, and Z, you know, this could happen and that could happen, but amazing, beautiful things can happen. You can go on the roller coaster and want to ride every single one right. and go on bigger, you know, roller coasters at other places. But so often we get in our own head right? and we get to where we're so pumped to try a new business opportunity right. or grow a relationship or whatever it might Start a be. Podcast. Exactly. <laughs> and there's that fear. No one will listen to us. No one will want to be sure, on our show. Sure. Who would ever want to come and sit with us? I mean, we are fun, but <laughs> but you can psych yourself out and no one does it. And you know what happens? There's regret. Absolutely. That's, that's the other end of that is that you end up regretting because you miss so many amazing opportunities just because of your fear mm-hmm. that something bad is going to happen when fear is a lie. Anyway, we all know that fear mm-hmm. is it's just made up. It's not even real. You right. know, I mean, so, um, OK, so we've got fear of success, which we talked about the um, too selfish to want more. Mm. You know what? I have actually heard people say these things out loud. I've heard them say it to their children. I have been told these things before um, in different ways. But um, you know what? I believe that we are we were put on this planet to experience the largest, most spread out range of everything. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, you know, if you if you believe the way I do, and I don't expect you to believe the way I do, but if you believe you are a child of God, then imagine your child and what would you want for your child? The world Absolutely. you want for them to have the highest success, the best everything, and I just believe that that's mm-hmm. that's what is you know that's what we have going on Absolutely. with uh, our big daddy. <laughs> 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 and so, um, so there's definitely that. Um, let's see. Uh, I can't be myself. No one mm-hmm. will like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was another Wait, one definitely. of mine. <laughs> yeah, I think we both experienced that one. Yes, yeah, too often um, not being authentic and just trying to fit in. And I think a lot of that can come into maybe when you were a little kid and you expressed yourself and somebody laughed Mm -hmm. or you said something that you're really thinking about and someone was like, that's weird and strange, right? Right? Or definitely when you get into middle school and that's that's really kind of a tribal period, Mm -hmm. you're trying to find your your tribe, your group, and maybe – 
you just are trying to fit into one that you think you'd like to be a right. part of. And you miss out on so much by just not even being not yourself, being not being your authentic self, because if you were your authentic self and maybe there are those people that you would have attracted into your life that were amazing and you would have had so much fun with them, you never would have gotten a chance to meet them because you're hiding. And I think even like with our with our Find Her Seat podcast, that's kind of what we were wanting to do. Right. And that was get to be our real selves right. for y'all so you can see, you know, who we are behind the mm-hmm. still photos but more than that is getting to show all these amazing women that are doing yes. amazing things and who they are behind whatever it is that they're doing. If yes. it's a, a product, a business, whatever it is, when you get to really find out about someone else, you start to realize you've got a lot of co- lot in common with people. Mm-hmm. You may not know their background like you thought you did. Right. We all, all too often are presuming something just oh, gosh, by yes. an outward appearance of someone that they've got it all together and they've never had to stumble and it's absolutely not true. And it's so fun that we're able to showcase all these women doing amazing things each week. So it's fun to get to show that. It is. It really is. And you're so right about that, about people having a um, perceived notion about someone who maybe is put together. I've, I've talked about this before, you know, don't, don't think that the pretty lady out there with the perfect makeup on doesn't need your compliment Mm -hmm. because she may be covering up something that she's got going on inside and and paid a lot of attention to her makeup that day to try to mask or to try to, you know, hide what's really going on inside of her. And maybe that compliment is the best thing that you could give her and might even save her, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so there's that. Don't ever think that a woman's got it all together just because she is well put together. That's outward appearances. Absolutely. Okay. So let's go into, all right. So How can you begin to identify Mm -hmm. what some of your limiting beliefs are? One of the easiest, easiest ways is to set a huge outlandish goal. Like have a podcast. Have a podcast, (laughs) right? Meet Oprah, right? Whatever it be. But put it out there, write it down, create a picture, just say it. And then just kind of sit and wait because those limiting beliefs are going to start Speaking, yes, they're going to start coming up and you're going to be able to identify. So like starting a podcast, for Mm -hmm. instance, I'm sure the first thought was, well, no one's going to listen. Who will listen to us? Who will be interested in us? This is going to be a huge failure, right? I'm not. Who are we to to talk about things? Are we going to get guests? Right, right. I'm not popular. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Please like us. (laughs) <laughs> you can sit at our table. Yes. You can sit with us. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so there's those underlying beliefs. So one of the things that I like to do with my clients um, is then um, I use what's called applied kinesiology, which is also called muscle testing, which a lot of people use. It's a modality that is used for all kinds of things, even checking people for uh, what vitamins and nutrition they need. You can do muscle testing. But I believe that if you identify, let's say, um, I'm not popular, mm-hmm. right? I, people people aren't going to like me. I can probably sit here and, and say, okay, where did that come from? And then have some memories start coming up, right, of, of me thinking, oh, she's got nice, beautiful, straight hair. I've got frizzy hair. Everybody right. seems to like her more than me. I never, you know, no one asks me to dance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I could probably identify when that came up. Right. And I will then take a few moments to sit back, 
go kind of take myself back in time to that middle school girl. I remember a sixth grade. I can take <laughs> myself back to the middle school girl and I can kind of sit with her mm-hmm. and then I can talk to her, have a conversation with her and express to her as if I were talking to one of my daughters or a niece or another person that I absolutely love. What words would I say mm-hmm. to her to help her change her mind? And so, and that would be, you are beautiful and, and amazing and, and you have a huge heart and and you are so loved and you are precious. And of course, people will love you, you know, for just who you are and start to say those words mm-hmm. and um, and then carry that back and write those words down and then almost create a mantra right. for it, have it somewhere where you can see it every day so that you're starting to say those words to mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, um, put it on your mirror in the morning, put it yes. in your car that you see when you start it up, Right. you know, where it's you can reprogram these thoughts, you oh, know, yeah. it's. Just because you had one thought about yourself and your life and your future doesn't mean that you can't reprogram that. Oh, everything. Everything can be reprogrammed. Your entire perception of the society. Have you ever had like um, you've you've had a friend or somebody that you looked up to or what have you and you just you created this whole story about them. Mm -hmm. And then something happens that kind of shakes that story a bit. Your whole perception of that person changes in an instant, right? Absolutely. So that's the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Everything that you are experiencing or seeing is literally your just your perception of it. And you can shift that perception. And once you start changing how you're speaking to yourself, once you start shifting your internal dialogue mm-hmm. and the things you say, I've said this before, oh, the yes. I am, I am mm-hmm. is huge. Everything that comes after I am, you are literally manifesting. Right. So what are you saying about yourself? I am this. I am that. I'm going to take a break real quick to say hi to some other people that have jumped on. So, hey, Erin Pika, how are you? And Laura. Yes, that's our Laura J. Finery here. Yes. Um, So, so, yeah. Well, also, I think we've had guests on here before, and we will ask them about their background and, you know, how they came to where they're at at this point. And far too often, it's, you know, there were insecurities along the way. And we've asked them before, you know, well, if you could go back and mm-hmm. tell your, you know, 11-year-old, 10-year-old self now something, since you've seen how this has gone, what would you say? Right. And, you know, I think that's so important that you have to sometimes step out of it, not make it so personal to you. Right. And that's a really easy way to start to change that little inner voice because that voice can be damaging, but it can also be a beautiful voice yes. that can really lift you up and change your perspective of things, which I think is awesome because you can do it at any time. Just because you're told something when you're 10 doesn't mean for the rest of your life, that's what you have to live. If you're told something when you're 30 or 40, doesn't mean that's what your reality has to be, but you have to recognize it and want to change it. Right. It's the great thing is you can, you really can change it. Right. And let me just say, because just like what you just said, you have to want to change it. And I believe that, um, these negative patterns, these negative ways of being are actually just like an addiction mm-hmm. because you know that that's not what you want, but you don't seem to be able to have control over it, mm-hmm. right? Something that's controlling you. Right. And so you have to want to change and have a different life and you have to, you have to want to do the work. Mm-hmm. And I tell people all the time, it's work. Growing up is work. <laughs> Adulting is not easy. Yeah, evolving. <laughs> evolving can be painful, but 
you just, you have to decide that that's what you want to do. Yes. Mary Evelyn. Hi, Mary mm-hmm. Evelyn. She says, yes, these are addictions. Absolutely. Treat it just the same, just the exact same you way. You have to fight against it. Yes. And so what do you do when you have an addiction? You have to first admit that you have a problem. <laughs> Hi, my name is Jennifer. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, you have to admit that you have a problem and then start doing the work on a daily basis to start changing that problem because the last thing you want to do is pass it on to the next generation. Yes. I would hate for my daughters to have any of those feelings mm-hmm. that I ever had growing up that held me back. Because I always, I do, I tell my, uh, my teenager now, I say, you know what? I want you to kind of have what I have now starting out. I'm like, I can only imagine how amazing your life will be and how far you're going to go and then the next generation even further. And that's just it. You know, it doesn't matter what your circumstances were growing up. I think Mm -hmm. far too often people latch onto the negatives or positives of how they were raised. And instead of trying to change those or exemplify the positive and try and change the negative, they just go with it. Because like you said, you know, to just go with it isn't work. That's just going to be what right. happens. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to change it, you're going to have to work at it. But it's going to be so worth it. Right. Because not only is it going to help you out personally, but you're going to help out your children, those around you, your, your friends, your family. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that for you and I, we both tend to be a glass half full type women. And I think that we bring that around other people that we're around. You know, we don't let the negativity come in and around us and knock us down. And if we see it coming, we quickly make sure to remove it. Like Wonder Woman. (laughs) Yes. And the great thing is you have the ability to get rid of that. You don't have to surround yourself with negative people, mm-hmm. with negative thoughts. And you know what? Here's the thing, too. I have grace for people that are uh, even having a negative time mm-hmm. and going through some negative stuff because I, I believe that down deep inside, there's a beautiful person inside of everybody. So I do have grace for people, mm-hmm. even if they are being negative. I just realize and, and what I, I like to tell people is it's not about me. It's not mm-hmm. about you. It, it's their own struggle. So I just don't take it in. Right. And, you know, and I just you know, pray. And I hope that they're going to find a way somehow, mm-hmm. maybe I can help them in some way. Mm-hmm. Or, and if I can't, hopefully someone else can, um, because they're just hurt and wounded right. animals bite. And yes. so if somebody's wounded and somebody's hurting, don't take it personal if they snap at you. And the timing <laughs> may not always be right. You know, mm-hmm. it may be that you really can make a difference for them, but it just isn't right now. Right. And, you know, it could be six months, a year from now, they come back and they're like, you know what? You remember that time where, you know, we were clashing. You know, I had X, Y and Z going on in my life. But, you know, I saw what you kept doing and, you know, loving me from afar is not a bad thing. And so, you know, and they come back and you could end up having a really strong influence on that person. So like Jennifer said, don't give up on someone, but at the same time, don't surround yourself with that. Right. You know, life sucking. We've all been around those people. And don't shame, (laughs) and don't shame someone. Yes. uh, Ever um, for, for doing something or saying something, because then all you're doing is causing more injury. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's not a good thing to do. Um, So now that we know, I've got some people um, that are so true. You're worth it for sure. Absolutely. Um, Yes. We love all your responses. Um, All right. So one of the things I, I, and I, and I didn't want to forget Mm -hmm. that you stated, here's another one that I bet people don't even think about, but I've actually heard people say this um, is that, well, their mom or their aunt was sick mm-hmm. and didn't have good health. 
who am I? Like sometimes they believe they can't actually be a better version of their relatives. Right. And they get stuck in this horrible, horrible cycle mm-hmm. of um, ill health and everything. I've actually literally seen this and it was mind boggling. Um, but that's another one. So they're manifesting it, you know, I mean, well, it's, far it's too who, often. Who am I to have something better? Right. And they just succumb to it. And just allow it to happen to themselves. In many ways, I think your body just starts to take it on and it's like, okay, you're not going to fight me. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, you're going to have high blood pressure or diabetes or whatever because you don't care enough to try and make it anything different. So why is your body going to step up to the plate if you're not willing to do it? So I honestly believe, okay, so if you could create this exercise and you go ahead and and, and I, I challenge you guys to do this today. Go ahead and create an outlandish goal for yourself. Something that you're like when you were a little kid, a little girl, or if guys are listening, a little boy, and you're out there with your red cape and you decided that you were going to take on the world and do these amazing things. I would like for you to sit there and and create this outlandish uh, goal for yourself and then see what happens. What comes up for you? Write it down. Think about memories, have some memories come forward. So you can kind of think where where was the origin of that uh, idea. And then take a moment to sit back and have that conversation with that younger version of yourself and tell them everything that you would tell the, the child that you love the most. Um, and then create a mantra, writing out the opposite of whatever that is. And then you got to take action too. Mm-hmm. I will say my favorite thing, and I this was in my 20s, and I always go back to this whenever something comes up that's a big deal, like when someone said, hey, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? Um, literally, there was a time when I lived in Austin, and um, I climbed up this cliff because everybody was jumping, and it didn't look very high, and so I climbed up that cliff, and I got to the edge, and it looks a lot higher. Like Looks, yeah, it looks a lot higher when you're standing on the edge of that cliff than it did when you were down in the water. Mm-hmm. And I remember at that moment, there were people across the water on, on the other cliff saying, jump, jump. And I'm standing there. And I, I just kept thinking, you know, I said I could do this. Mm-hmm. And now look at me. I'm up here. And so it was just I didn't even hesitate. All I said was, I'm not going to die. And I jumped. <laughs> <laughs> and if you did, you wouldn't know it. So you're safe. <laughs> And so I kind of think that way now is, yeah, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do something. And and if somebody says, hey, will you come and do this with me? Obviously, we're not talking about doing drugs and weird <laughs> stuff like that. We're talking about just taking taking some risk. Legal fun adventures. Right. Fun, fun and very legal adventures. But taking some risk, doing something very different, something extremely out of your comfort level. It's I'm not going to die. Mm-hmm. Right. And then look what happens. You know, now, I've got to ask you, because this is a good, you know, thing for both of us to do. What would be something that you would want to put that would be your outlandish goal? I feel like we've kind of done some of ours. So as you were saying yeah. it, I was thinking, I was like, hmm, what would mine be? I think for me, it might be to have our own um, talk show. I would love that. And then, at, but then the other side of me is like, that's probably not outlandish enough because we're going to have that. No, I know. I was actually thinking like, I'm going to have to expand myself a little bit yes. more. Um, because I, I, I do believe in putting my dreams out there mm-hmm. and my big goals and I've got huge ones and I have vision, um, where I close my eyes. And when someone says, what do you, what does success look like for you? I, every time I close my eyes, I'm standing on stage in front of thousands of people helping and teaching and mm-hmm. motivating. And that for me sounds phenomenal, 
Um, and I would love to do that. Yes. And so that definitely seems like kind of a huge success. Mm-hmm. I see myself with more gray hair than I have, um, <laughs> you know, signing, signing books and, or reading books that I've written to my grandchildren mm-hmm. or great grandchildren. That seems like success. But for me, I think I've done so much of this amazing work mm-hmm. that, um, th- that, that part, isn't it? I think for me, it's, it's someone, it's, um, rejection mm-hmm. being, being rejected mm-hmm. Um, uh, being shamed and not being loved, those are still some that I'm definitely working on. And so I can see those and actually they're hidden in very small, small things. Right. The big stuff I got. Yeah. I got that under control. I can do the big <laughs> stuff. It's the little things that I actually still struggle with mm-hmm. a little bit. And so I'm still working on that. And um, But I mean, that's I, a good point. It doesn't always have to mm-hmm. be the big giant stuff. Right. Sometimes it's the smaller stuff that you know, actually can hold back the bigger stuff mm-hmm. when you don't take care of the little, the little innuendos that you're still feeding yourself. When right. you take care of those, then the great, amazing, big things start to take off. As they are. And so I just say, go ahead and make the leap, jump, jump off the cliff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still go back to um, Priscilla that we had on that's mm-hmm. running for Miss Texas very soon, like in about one week, yes. um, when we asked her about her why, mm-hmm. and she said, why not? I love that. And that has resonated with me so much, and I often, you know, I'll have a down moment or a down thought in my mind, and I'm like, no, why not? Why not do this? Why can't I be that? Right. And why not you? I think it's such a simple little two word, but it's so powerful. Right. So why not? Yes, because at the end of the day and at the end of your life, you don't want to sit there with regrets. No. no. So take take the leap. Do the work. It yes. takes work. Do the work. Try try this little method that we've given you guys today. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, um, we want to thank the tasting room yes. here in Houston, Texas for allowing us. Cheers to the tasting room. And to half price bottles of wine on a Tuesday. Yes. I mean, we're definitely gonna stick around after this. Have a delicious little meal and clean, clean lunch for yes. me. Um, <laughs> I may cheat a little. But go ahead and repeat the the specials that are going on for those yes, of you so who are here just at the tasting on. room, and we are in Uptown Park, which is just at Post Oak and Six Ten. Super easy to get to. Um, it's the tasting room, and they have a lovely outside outside balcony. Mm-hmm. I mean, a patio area with you know, fans and that type of thing, um, which is really nice, especially later in the evening. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so on Tuesdays, they've got their half price bottles of wine. They're doing their rosé all day on Fridays. So you get 20% off rosé. And then I'm super excited because I haven't even seen it myself either. But I did see that they had their Houston uh, restaurant week menu out there. So I'm excited to peek at that. So you can come in and try that out as well. And of course, if you mention find her seat on any day, you're going to get 15% off a bottle of wine, which is awesome because they've got such a great selection here and they were so kind to set us up in the fun room here and we'll be doing some more shows from here in the future I'm I sure. I can't wait to come back when I'm not doing a detox. I know right <laughs> <laughs> and enjoy that wine. Yes. And then if you want to make sure you can find us at Find Her Seat on Instagram, Facebook as well as our podcast which is on iHeart. Um We've got Spotify, Spotify, iTunes, there's so many places, um, as well as Twitter, you name it, type in Find Her Seat and you will definitely find us. But make sure to set those notifications on Facebook on Find Her Seat so that you never miss us live because we love interacting with our guests each week and seeing what you guys have to say um, so that we can get a little input 
and we want everyone to make sure that they find their seat. Yes. All right. We will see you next week. Enjoy. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.